Just a quick one. This episode of Pulp Kitchen is brought to you by Noggin HQ. Noggin HQ is a hot new credit referencing agency for Gen Z and millennials. They are revolutionizing the way that credit scoring is done by making it cheaper, simpler, and easier. If you're interested, you're under 30, and you want to start building a better credit score, follow at Noggin HQ now on all social media platforms. Back to the show. I went to go see Operation Mincemeat, and it was fine. Yeah, it looks fine. And there's, yeah, and, and I, I think you say fine, and I think you think that's worse. The fine is like a damning praise, but actually, no, it's, it's fine, and it's okay. It's a little bit long, mm. and this is the new film starring Colin Firth and um, uh, Richard McFadden. Matthew Ma- McFadden. Matthew McFadden. Greg. Yeah. And uh, it's directed by John Madden. And it, do, do, do you know about the Operation Mincemeat? Did you know I've about seen, this? I've seen, I didn't know about the Operation. I've seen the trailer. And isn't it something like they have to trick the Nazis into thinking there's a fake invasion or something? Really, really interesting story. It's set in, uh, leading up to events in June 1943. So it's fairly middle of the Second World War. And basically, it was at the height of you know, espionage and, and spying, you know, correspondence in Spain and London and Berlin and these trails that get both true and fake information to the Germans. And there was this whole sense that everyone could send each other false information based on where they were about to attack. Mm. And Churchill and all the top military aides, uh, this is the people who are in the 20 committee, which is like this secret, right. you know, people who organize these spies. And there was this idea that they were going to invade Sicily in June in six months time. But Hitler was already putting troops in place. And if they were to send troops to Sicily, it would be one of the like worst slaughters yeah. ever. Like if you if you turn up on a beach and they have artillery, sure. you're gonna get destroyed. So they had to convince so they had to convince the Germans that they were going to invade Greece instead. And they basically had to get that message out. And the way they were gonna do that was have a body wash up on the shore of Spain with fake documents on its person looking like real classified documents detailing how the Allies were going to invade Greece, not Sicily, which is insane. So they had to find a dead body. They had to like meticulously decide what they should write in these letters to make it look like, come up with a story, yeah. uh, a lover, a backstory, this whole thing. And, it, and the whole thing goes on from there. And it, 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 the problem with this film is that it is too long. There is an entire romance subplot, which was so ill-placed and had nothing to do with the plot. I, as soon as I was watching, I was like, this needs to be cut. This had better be really relevant to the film. And it wasn't. And right. then I, I, I had also seen it. And she was like, yeah, like, what, what was that? That could have completely been cut. And right. it would never... Like, the fact that you were even making a face about a romance subplot in oh, a World War II yeah. operation is quite strange. And... What this film made me think of is the film Valkyrie with Tom Cruise, <laughs> yes. which yeah. actually the those those like anti-Hitler uh, Germans get a lot of mention in this because there's this whole sense that we can give fake information to Germans, but there are some Germans which actually want to like right. misdirect Hitler. So yes. even if you send a message to a German officer, they might have figured out that it's fake, but they will work on the pretense that it's real to try and trick the German. There's right. like so many levels to it. And it's it's genuinely a really fascinating story. And you know, you're a big history buff. So I think there's lots sure. for you to enjoy in it. But I was thinking about Valkyrie with Tom Cruise, yes. which I think is like actually a pretty thrilling it's watch. And I thought solid, it was yeah. I thought it was I thought it was pretty like entertaining to watch. This only has a short 
15 to 20 minute window where I readjusted in my seat and I'm like, oh yeah, look, come on, I've got to get this, uh. this information because you can see like where this briefcase with the documents is going and these different spies they have placed in Spain need to try and make it look like yeah. this is real and yeah. that it can't go back to the Brits. We need to find a way yeah, for this to sure. spill in a way that feels organic. And that was when I was like, this is good. The rest of it is a little bit slow mm. and there's this weird romance subplot where i'm like this is very strange to to to, to be happening very well acted across the board which sure. i think resets it you've got colin firth doing the stiff british upper lip thing yeah. you've got matthew mcfadden who's also like i think you know right. doing doing really well in it um but it's it's i think we, we said this earlier you, you described it as a tea and biscuits film yeah and i think as much as i love going to cinema to see it i think christmas eve yeah. red wine box of chocolates would be a great would be a great place for this film. I see the poster for that film, mm. and I also see a shortbread getting dunked into a <laughs> cup of tea, yeah. and then the, the spoon tapping on the side. And the, the with, with a grandparent being like, that's what it was like in those days, <laughs> just like every 20 minutes, you know? <laughs> and every so often, some you know, parent coming in going, dinner's going to be in 20, that's fine. I completely forgot. There is one other thing about Operation Mincemeat, which I really didn't like. So Ian Fleming, the writer of yes. James Bond, yes. was part of the 20 committee, and he is like this... Re really irritating presence in this film. I didn't like it at all mm. because, oh, that's Ian Fleming. And did you know that he wrote James Bond? Oh, and God. he is constantly writing in the caller. What are you writing over there, Fleming? Spy thrillers, spy books, mm. I'm documenting all this down. And just like the whole point of this film is that even though there's this massive war going on with all these battlefields, actually the real war is being fought in these dark rooms with mm. these unassuming sure. people. And I get that. But just in case you didn't understand what this film was about, Ian Fleming is like, the war. You think it belongs out there, oh, but really, no, no, in the dark no. corners of London, in a basement, the real war is being fought. And I'm like, thanks, Ian Fleming, <laughs> just in case I didn't understand what this was about. So he's narrating it? He's narrating it, and he's oh. constantly writing. And like, I don't, I don't want to say the performance is bad, but it's a very, like, wink to the camera, oh, raised no. eyebrow, swirling. It's just so hammy, and again, like, that whole side of it can have been cut. I know it's very cool because, like, Ian Fleming would have been very much inspired by the events happen, and there's a whole scene with Q, and he picks up a watch he's like what does the watch do and it's okay. like can you oh, do it sorry but it sounds yeah. like they could have done it in a much more interesting and inventing way yeah and the story is really interesting the actual interesting side of the actual history keeps it going a lot more than the, the, the way this film plays out here's the thing about johnny flynn who plays ah. uh ian fleming ian fleming um ian, uh, you know johnny flynn is 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 you know, fine. As, a, as an actor, I don't really have an opinion either way. He's been doing good stuff. But I always remember Johnny Flynn because he did an advert for Cineworld, right? It was a lot... Of, it was there okay. for, like, years, right? And it was all about why we go to the cinema. And every time you went to see a film at the Cineworld, which was my local cinema back then, um, it would be this advert about why you should get a gift voucher and why you should come to the cinema and why it's great, okay? And it'd be this long thing about him sat in a cinema seat and then it would go... And then he'd be, like, on set in, like, a Jurassic World-type film. And then he'd be in, like, space. I know this right? ad. But he couldn't have given less of a shit okay <laughs> he he looks like he was waiting for that paycheck and honestly he delivers the the line like this why do we go to the cinema to escape <laughs> you know thrilling action thrillers and, and he's like saying it through gritted teeth and there's a bit where he's um it cuts to him and his friends afterwards because it's all about like getting a meal deal at a uh, restaurant and, and he goes Time for a tasty debrief. <laughs> and I was like, do you have a gun to your head? Yeah. Are you okay? His family at the back yeah. behind the camera. Um, and uh, yeah, crikey. So, uh, and then they replaced it with the guy from Ted Lasso doing a big, big advert. Uh, right, yeah. Which is much more excitable. Yeah, it's like, it's like they're, they're, they're 
that I wanted to, I was getting the message of this film I understood it and then Ian Fleming hammed it home yes. in case I didn't